Cool. So, you know, obviously this time of year, as we've heard this morning, uh, thank you, Mel, for reading out those, those scriptures. You know, the, the scriptures that were read out were the ones concerning uh, the birth of Jesus. And, and at this time of year, you know, that, that's normally what we would just focus on in, in church, and it's what we would preach from most times, the scriptures surrounding the birth of Jesus. And it's incredibly important that each of us understand, you know, that divine moment where Jesus Christ was born and came into this world to to ultimately become, as I said before, the sacrifice for our sins so that we could be restored and we could be uh, reunited in relationship with God and and relationship with Jesus and that we could enter into eternal salvation it, it it all you know we we could say that it all began in the moment that Jesus was born but but sometimes i don't think that's true because from the very beginning of of time god had a plan in place and he knew that one day jesus was going to have to be born you know from the moment that adam and eve sinned god knew what he was doing and he went about uh, uh he, he he his plan for redemption began back then when sin came into the world the, the, the plan for redemption was uh was 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 brought into effect and so everything that we read through scripture the old testament everything up to jesus being born is is, is us is God showing us through scripture his plan being fulfilled through the generations you know because we, we there, there had to be some time in between that the sin and Jesus coming there's all the stuff that we read about in the old testament but the entire bible points us towards Jesus who we celebrate today who we celebrate you know well on uh, on uh, on Wednesday technically but we celebrate at this time of year and today this is our christmas service and we're here to celebrate Jesus and and today uh, you know, the, I really want to talk about the divine purpose and the divine reason for Jesus. Because as I said, we, we can just focus on the cer- certain circumstances and aspects surrounding uh, the birth of Jesus at, at this time of year. You know, the fact that Jesus was born to the Virgin Mary and her husband Joseph. We talk about the fact that Jesus was born uh in a manger, which in actual fact was, was not really a, a stable manger. It was more uh, of a cave where the animals were and all this sort of stuff. It wasn't a nice place, and we can focus on that. And we talk about the three wise men who came and give gifts. And we talk about all these different aspects of Jesus' birth. But I believe that, that God today wants, wants me to talk about and wants us to focus on the divine purpose and the divine reason as to why Jesus had to come in the first place. Because it's an incredible story and we can read it and go, wow, a virgin gave birth and, and wow, he was born in, in, the, in these horrible conditions and grew up to become you know, the, the savior of, of, of the world. But, but when we begin to understand and recognize the reason why Jesus was born, the divine purpose that God had in place to to even bring Jesus into this world in the first place, it gives us a whole uh, great, a much greater understanding of why, of why Jesus had to come. You know, those of us who, who are believers, this is the time of year we stop and we recognize this is the time that, that, that my Savior was born. This is the time that Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior, came into the world. And, 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 and we know that he came into the world so that we could be saved. But, but but do we really stop and, and just think that the entire reason that Jesus was born into this world at all was so that we could be saved? 
was so that we could be reconnected with God. I think sometimes, and I know for me personally, I, I kind of, not that I ignore that fact, but I skip over that fact that the reason that Jesus came was so that I could be reconnected with God, so that my relationship with the Creator God could be restored to the way that it was meant to be in the beginning. Jesus is the reason. So I want to take some time to look at why Jesus was born. Why would the God who created the entire world, who gave life to us as humans, who who puts breath in our lungs on a day-to-day basis, why would he come down to earth in the form of a man to begin with? Why? Why would he, he... exit heaven, the most glorious place, as we can read about in Scripture. It, it gives us uh, you know, a brief description of what heaven is like, and it just sounds like the most glorious and the most beautiful place. And we know that there's no pain, and there's no sickness, and there's no suffering, and everything there is good and beautiful and perfect. And yet, God Himself came from that place to be born into this earth, into the conditions that we spoke about in the manger, and to, be, to, to come into this world just as, just as each of of us did. He came from heaven to do this. Why? And then why not only did he come to earth in human form, but eventually he would be hung on a cross and experience one of the most painful deaths known to man. Because you know what? When it comes down to it, the reason why is all that really matters. The reason why Jesus did it matters more than any of the circumstances and the aspects surrounding it. It's the reason why he did it. It's like when someone comes to you and they just start spitting off this this crazy, intense story about something that they've done or something that... Uh, that they're, they're planning to do. And I don't know if you've ever had it, but sometimes you just sit there in conversation with someone and they're telling you this stuff and they're just going on and on and like their stories and their ideas are just getting crazier and crazier. And you're kind of, you're listening, but you're just sitting there, like sitting there thinking to yourself, like, what, why? Why do, why do you want to, why do you want to do that? That just sounds ridiculous and, and crazy to me. Like, why would you want to? And it's like the whole thing with God coming down to earth. If he had to come and, and, and sat with me, if I was in heaven with God and he came and he sat with me, he's like, hey, here's what I'm going to do. I, I, I'm going to leave heaven and, and I'm going to go down to earth where there's pain and, and there's suffering and there's sickness and there's disease and there's all this, this nasty stuff and, and I'm going to be born and I'm going to come into the world as a human and, I, and, 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 and I'm going to live my life and then one day I'm actually going to sacrifice my life on a cross. You'd be sitting there and you'd be like, why would you want to, why are you doing that? Why would you want to do that? And it's the reason why that really matters. Because as crazy as it would sound, if you were the one having that conversation with God, if you had asked that question to him and said, God, why? Why? You're nuts. Why would you want to do that? And the reason why, he says, well, because if I do, I can restore my people to myself. If I do, I can bring redemption to the world. Right? And suddenly the craziness of the story just fades away and you're like, you know what? All right. I, I get it. I get it. It's, it's the reason why that really matters. It's the same, like, if somebody gives you a gift, like, like uh, uh, if you're at school or you're at work and you do, like, the, the work uh, Chris Kringle thing, the, 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 the KK, it's like, 
the, the only reason the person is getting you something is because they have to, right? That it's because it's a work thing, and if they don't, everyone's going to look at them and be like, oh, you're a Grinch, or whatever. Uh, the only reason they're getting you something is because they have to, and because actually they know they're going to get something from somebody else in, in return. And you know what? It's nice, I suppose, but it doesn't actually mean that much, right? Because chances of it being anything good are pretty slim. Chances of you just getting chocolate pretty high. For some of us, that's probably good and we'll be happy with that. But you know what I mean? It, it just doesn't really mean much. But when it comes to Christmas time and you're with your family or you're with your friends and they give you a gift, right? Something that they've put time and effort and thought into because they know you. They know what you want. They know what you need. They know who you are, right? It means so much more because the the reason that they're giving it to you is not just because they have to. They're giving it to you because they love you and because they care for you, right? And so it's the same thing in, in both circumstances. I, I'm getting a gift. I'm getting something. But it means more when it comes from a place of love. It means more than just getting a random gift of, of whatever from somebody that you're probably going to throw in the bin or, 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 or re-gift. Sometimes you can re-gift stuff that you get for KKs. Can be great. May have done that a few times. <laughs> Not to any of you, of course. Not to any of you. Um, but it's, it's the reason why someone does something that, that really matters, right? It's the reason why that is so important. And so Romans chapter 5, verse 8 says, But God demonstrates his own love toward us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. When God created the world and created us, his people, his design and his intention from the very beginning for Adam and for Eve was that they would be in continual relationship with God. Scripture says in Genesis that God actually literally walked in the garden with Adam and Eve. That was how close the relationship uh, was designed to be. And that was how it was before uh, Adam and Eve stuffed up and, and uh, sin came into the world. But before that, that was the relationship. It, it was a relationship that was built around community and actually being with each other, being, excuse me, being present with each other. God was present in the garden with Adam and Eve, and therefore Adam and Eve were present with God. Right, this was the way that it was intended to be. That that we would be so close to him that we would know him intimately. That we would walk with God just as we walk uh, with our mothers and fathers when, when we're little. Right? That God would be the father and that we would just walk alongside and follow his lead and do everything that he said and, and, and go his way and and, and, and and stop when he says stop. Right, it, it, That was the relationship that it was designed to be in the beginning, that we would know him intimately. But, but we know uh, from reading scripture and just looking around at, at the world that we live in, we know that things didn't quite work out that way, that sin came into the world. And when sin came into the world, it brought about a divide between God and his people. It's not something that God ever intended to happen. It's not something that he wanted to happen, but as a result of it happening, the the relationship between humanity and God, uh, suddenly there's this great divide and no longer is there this close, intimate relationship because the sin that, uh, that, that 
that infects people and the sin that infects us actually distances us from God. And so no longer could Adam and Eve walk in the garden of Eden with God, but they had to be removed from that place. They, they had to go out and so began in that moment the redemptive journey leading to the birth of Jesus Christ and then the death of Jesus Christ on a cross. There was this whole uh, thing over thousands of years that God put into place. But how lucky are we that we're living after the that we get to live after the time that Jesus Christ died for our sins. We get to live in this place of restored relationship with the King of Kings. We're not living in Old Testament times where we have to sacrifice goats and cows and doves every single day for every single mistake that we made. We're living in the time where humanity has been redeemed, where the redemptive process has actually been completed by the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And we get to live with, with this hope and this confidence that when we live, this earth, we know where we're going. Because why? Because we walk with God. And how do we walk with God? Because Jesus died so that we could be restored to Him. And it started when when Jesus was, was born. That's why we celebrate His birth. It's the birth of our King. Right From the moment of separation, God began a work that is detailed to us through Scripture of how He planned on restoring us, His people, to relationship with Him. That's what Scripture is. It's it's this divine picture of God's plan being outworked to bring His people back to Him, leading to the death of Jesus, which culminates in Jesus, the very one whose birth we celebrate at this time of year. See, this, this is the reason. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, 18-19. Now all things are of God, who has reconciled us to Himself through Jesus Christ, and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. That is, that God was in Christ, reconciling the world to Himself, not putting their trespasses or their sins on them, and He has committed us to the word of reconciliation. Right? That was the divine purpose reconciliation between God and between man. That was why Jesus had to come. That was why Jesus had to be born. And that was why Jesus had to die. So that we could be reconciled in relationship with God. The divine purpose for why Jesus had to become and born as a man was so that we as children could once again be restored to him, that again we could know him and be in relationship with him, that each individual could have a real relationship with God, not one that is lived out through a priest or through a certain chosen group of people who heard from God, like in the Old Testament. People lived out their relationship with God through the, the, through the chosen few at that time who were the priests or the high priests, the ones who would meet with God and commune with God. And so the people basically had their relationship with the king through these priests. And it wasn't a personal relationship. But now it's a personal relationship. Now it's an opportunity for each individual person to come into the presence of God and be consumed by Him, be, be filled with everything that He is. We have the right 
as children of God to go into his presence and sit with him and to be with him and to encounter him and to be filled by him and to be encouraged by him and to be lifted up by him. This is a relationship that we've been restored to, that every individual person now can communicate themselves with God and have him involved in your individual life. This is why Jesus had to come. But for that to happen, for this relationship to be restored, there had to be a substantial price that was paid. Again, the Old Testament, we read about the sacrifices that were made. There had to be a price that was paid for the sins of the people so that they could be made right with God. Even in the Old Testament, that's why the sacrifices were a thing. It was so that the people could be made right in the eyes of God. So for all of humanity to be made right, there had to be a substantial sacrifice. There had to be a price that was paid. And the only way that all of humanity could be saved and redeemed was with a once and for all time blood sacrifice. So again, go back to that conversation between you and God in heaven where he's telling you what he's going to do and he's going to come down to earth and he's going to be born and he's going to live a life and he's going to be a carpenter and he's going to get these 12 guys and teach them and train them and develop them and do all this stuff and, and ultimately lead to the uh, death on the cross. And, and it's that whole, you're just sitting there like, why God, why God, why God, why God? Why God? So that I can restore my people to myself so that I can make them whole. He says, because a price has to be paid for their sins. Someone has to pay the price. And he says, I'm the only one who's actually worthy of paying this price for them. And suddenly again, that that question of why fades into an understanding of, wow, This is how much God cares. This is how much he actually desires for his people to be in relationship with him. Right? And and I don't know what it does to you, but it, 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 it makes me question myself sometimes and 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 how how deep in the relationship with God am I really? Like, how much do I recognize every day the opportunity that I have to be with him? Right, because I I don't know, as I'm saying this, God's doing something in me and he's, 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 he's reminding me. And I think he is to all of us of what he did. Sometimes we read the story and we hear the story. And sometimes it just feels like that's all it is. A story that we read. But, it, but it's, it's so much more than that. This is how God... brought us back to him. And this is why God brought us back to him. So that we could actually be in relationship with him. So that I can sit in my living room 
and I can sit in his presence and I can talk to him. But how much do I actually do that? How much do I actually appreciate what God did? Because he was the only one that was worthy. And the day that Jesus Christ was born is the moment that God made himself like us. We're talking about the perfect God, the King of Kings, the beginning and the end, the first and the last, the one and only, right? The divine one, the holy one. And think about this. He made himself like us in every single way he was like us. He was still God, but he made himself like us. He suffered the way that we suffer. He felt the things that we felt. And the birth of Christ was the moment that God made himself like us so that he could sacrifice himself for us, so that we could be reconciled to him. Matthew twenty twenty eight says, Just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life, as a ransom for many. It's telling us why he came. He came so that he could give his life. So the divine purpose for the birth of Jesus Christ is not so that we have some nice story to tell or not so that we can continue to carry on this myth. Jesus Christ was born so that he could be sacrificed and ransomed for your sin, for my sin, so that we could be reunited with God again and be in divine relationship with him. That is the divine purpose of why Jesus had to come to earth. We, 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 could, we could make up 150 different other reasons, but when it all boils down to it, the divine purpose for why Jesus came, for why he had to be born as a baby, for why he had to go through everything that he did. The divine purpose was so that you and I could be reconciled to God. The divine purpose was so that you and I could once again walk in that relationship that God intended in the beginning, that we could go anywhere and he would be with us, that we could open our mouths and talk to him and he will answer us. This is why Jesus came. This is why he did what he did. This is why he came out of heaven, out of the most beautiful place and was born in this earth because he wanted to reconcile us to himself. That was the purpose of it. There's no hidden meaning. God wanted his people to be restored back to him. And that is why he sent Jesus. That is the divine purpose of why God did what he did. And even beyond this divine purpose, we can think about the divine reason why God was willing to do this. John chapter 3, verse 16 and 17. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn but that the world through him might be saved. Right, so the divine purpose was so that we could be reconciled. And the divine reason 
why God did that. It's because he so loved the world. He so loved us. He so loved me. He so loved you that it was worthwhile going through what he went through. Go back to family. We are willing to, to go through things with our family that we wouldn't go through with other people. And why is that? Because we love our family. There were things, there, there, this is what God was willing to go through so that we, his family, could be reunited and reconnected with him again. He, he, the, the divine purpose was for us to be reconciled and the divine reason was his great love for us. That is why he did what he did. That is why we get to celebrate the birth of Jesus at this time of year, every single year. That's why we get to uh, read the scriptures and why we have Bibles and, and why God has given us the freedom to read it so that we can read it and recognize and remember, not just at this time of year, but every single day of our lives. And I feel God challenging me right now that I need to recognize every single day next year what he did, that I can't go for weeks uh, on end without ever thanking him for the fact that he died for me. Because you know, sometimes you just kind of go on with life and and, and, and you know, you, you're still doing it and you're still praying and you're still seeking him and all this stuff. But it's like God's, God's, God's challenging, challenging me right now to not let a week go by where I haven't stopped and I haven't said, God, thank you. that Thank you for the divine purpose of why you came. Thank you for the divine reason. You know what? If he's challenging me, maybe he's challenging somebody else in this place. Let's not let next year go by without us taking the time out every single week to recognize and remember and give God the glory for what he done, to remember the divine purpose and the divine reason for why God came and gave his life for us so that we could be reconciled, so that we could be restored because he loved us so much that he gave his life, he gave his only son that whoever would believe in him would not perish but have everlasting life. For he did not send his son into the world to condemn it, but that through him, the world might be saved. That the world might be saved. And this is something that that we know and we understand this. But there's so many who don't. There's so many who don't understand the real reason for Christmas. There's so many who don't understand the real reason why we as believers recognize Jesus at this time of year. There's so many who don't know. But God wants them to know. Because he came not just for us, but he came for the whole world. That the whole world might be saved. That the whole world might know him. Never forget the divine purpose for which God came. We can get caught up in life, we can get caught up in our circumstances, and there's always stuff happening. God wants us to remember the divine purpose why He came. We are in relationship with the King of Kings who left his throne to come to earth 
to die for you and me. And why? Why, God? Why, God? Why would you do that? Why, God? Why would you do that? And God says, because I love them too much not to. Because I care too much for their eternity not to. Because he loved you too much not to come. Think about this. He didn't have to. He didn't have to. Because he'd already created the world. He'd already given us a place to live. He'd already given us life. He'd already given us breath in our lungs. He'd already given countless opportunities throughout the Old Testament for the people to get it right. He didn't have to. But he did. And why did he do it? he loves you because he loves the world and he wants the world to know that he loves them he didn't have to but I'm I'm so thankful that he did I'm so thankful that I get to know my God that I get to be in his presence so thankful that I get to do what I do. And the only reason I get to do that is because he did this. Everything else is just secondary when you really stop and think about it. The divine purpose and the divine reason as to why Jesus had to come. Man, it changes everything and it puts everything else into perspective, I think. It's putting everything else in my life into perspective right now. He did it so that we could be reconciled to him. And he did it because he loves us with a great love. With a great love. Father God, I just thank you for today.